Percy, let me ask a question. Should a cancer patient ever try and fight cancer alone? Wayne, I would say absolutely not. This is not an individual sport. We need teammates and individuals to surround us. But typically the challenge for cancer patients is finding others who can relate to the nuances of a cancer journey. And those people are not always readily available to cancer patients. Perhaps we should have a discussion about this today on where people can find additional support while working and walking through a journey of cancer. We will meet a woman who is a cancer fighter, and she'll tell us about being a cancer fighter and how they can help all of us. Stay tuned. The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. And I welcome you to Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Reverend Percy McRae. Pastor P is Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. My name is Wayne Shepherd. Privileged to be here with you, Pastor, each week. Uh, I learned so much from you and so encouraged by you. So thank you for your call and for your ministry, Percy. Well, thank you, my friend, and thank you for the partnership as we continue to move in the direction of encouraging and inspiring everyone that tunes in to our weekly broadcast. We have great listeners, don't we? We, 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 love, we love to hear from them, and you are so responsive to the, the questions we pose each week and the programs that you hear. And I hope you're passing the word along to someone else about what you're gaining from listening to this podcast. So just share the link with everyone. First of all, subscribe, leave a review where you can, mm. and then pass the word around about health, hope, and inspiration. Okay, where are we headed today? Well, today we're going to talk with someone who's had their own journey and challenges, and we've spoken to her before on a previous episode. Uh, she was diagnosed with a benign brain tumor, uh, Avery Garn, and she went through, what, 17 hours of surgery, oh, and yeah. uh, she survived that. And uh, as it turned out, after she finished that process, she started working for the Cancer Treatment Centers of America, and she works with a group called Cancer Fighters. <laughs> and this is an organized group of people that are uh, designed and put in place to support other cancer patients while they're undergoing their treatment and their journey of cancer. And so we're going to talk about what is a cancer fighter, what do they do, and what do they look like? All right, we're going to learn from Avria here in just a moment. But first, there's a couple of things we need to talk about. We have a question we're going to post to our listeners this week. And believe me, the answers that you provide are very helpful to Percy as he uh, mm. crafts uh, programs and issues that we talk about here in the program. And it, it actually gives you lots of leads, doesn't it? It does. It stimulates so many different things within my consciousness. It brings up things in the past that I've addressed. So again, we want and need to hear from you. You help to facilitate some direction of the show, topics, and et cetera. So we thank you for being willing to respond. And we have a question okay. uh, that we'd like to give today and, and ask you to respond to. And it is this, have you ever received support from someone who has gone through a similar challenge as you have, and how did that support make a difference for your situation? Again, have you ever received support from someone who has gone through a similar challenge as you have, and how did that support make a difference for your situation? All right, you can answer at the website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Simply click on connect there at the top of the screen and the drop down box will give you a chance to type in the response. healthhopeandinspiration.com. 
Well, you're never without a Bible in front of you, Percy. And I know you've got something in mind right now is our spiritual nugget to open with. Yeah, very simple and short passage of Scripture that will establish today's conversation. It's found in 1 Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, and verse 11. We'll read very quickly, and it'll tie right into our cancer fighter conversation for today. Therefore, comfort each other and edify one another just as you also are doing. Again, therefore, comfort each other and edify one another just as you are also doing. This is what cancer fighters are doing, and we're going to unpack that and hear from a coordinator of the cancer fighter group that helps us to understand how they do just that. That conversation is next. With locations in Atlanta, Chicago, and Phoenix, Cancer Treatment Centers of America is a national oncology network of hospitals and outpatient care centers offering an integrative approach that combines surgery, radiation, chemotherapy, immunotherapy, and advancements in precision medicine with supportive therapies to manage side effects and enhance quality of life during treatment and into survivorship. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact a member of their team with questions you may have about your treatment options. You can do that by simply calling 866-712-HOPE. 866-712-HOPE. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver advancements in precision medicine with supportive therapies like spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. We're always excited to learn from our guests, and Percy is always excited to meet them. Well, hey, hey, hey. Welcome back. And I'm glad to be with you for another episode of Health, Hope, and Inspiration. And today, um, we're going to have a conversation and uh, with a young lady that we've spoken to actually before, uh, who shared uh, her health journey and her pathway of recovery with regard to having a, a benign brain tumor. Spent 17 hours uh, in surgery to have that removed, uh, and has worked through uh, the process of recovery and uh, and wellness and, and doing well today. And so we're not really going to talk about her health as much. We're going to get an update from her with regard to how she's doing. Uh, but I thought it would be important to also talk about, uh, as a result of all of that, the work that she now does in the cancer community. Uh, her name is Avery Garn, and she works with a organization at Cancer Treatment Centers of America called cancer fighters. Uh, and so we want to hear about uh, what uh, is cancer fighters, what is the scope of the work that they do, and how maybe someone listening today may want to get involved uh, and be a part of the cancer fighters. And so with that said, uh, hey, Avery, welcome back to the show. And how are you doing? Hi, Reverend McCray. I'm doing really well. Thank you for having me back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, based upon what you are doing now from from a vocational perspective, you work with the cancer community. And of course, you know, that's the primary audience of the show. And I thought, well, it would make sense. Let's talk a little bit about uh, that work that that you are engaged in at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. You work uh, at the Atlanta uh, facility, and you've been there now uh, at the time of this recording a couple of months. So uh, cancer fighters, what is a cancer fighter? What does that mean? Let's talk a little bit about the organization of cancer fighters. But before we do that, physically, how are you feeling and doing? I feel really great. Um, 
I, yeah, my recovery has, there have definitely been some pieces that I would have liked to have gone faster, such as um, regaining control of the left side of my face. Um, but overall, I feel really, really good. Um, I can, physical therapists tell me that my gait is very straight. So that is a win. Yay. Um, so I'm doing really well. Congratulations. Uh-huh. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> well, with that, um, let's talk a little bit about the work that you do. You work with a group called Cancer Fighters. What is Cancer Fighters? Uh, and let's kind of unpack that for people. Uh, you know, the word uh, fight in relationship to cancer has had... Uh, many different uh, dynamics of, of scrutiny and thought and over the years. Uh, but at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, there is kind of an organized, structured group called Cancer Fighters. Uh, what mm-hmm. is that and who are Cancer Fighters? Yeah, so Cancer Fighters, it's really a community. And that is our slogan is together we fight. Um, and so it's really about bringing anyone impacted by cancer, patient or caregiver. We're hoping to get um, our stakeholders involved soon as well. Um, But really anyone whose life has been touched by cancer, we want to offer a community of hope and support um, and resources to help them along their cancer fighting journey. Um, And so, yeah, we are just a group of people impacted by cancer who want to support one another and um, let one another know that they are not alone and there are people who understand what they're going through. And it's interesting because, uh, and I've often said over many, many years that, you know, cancer is not an individual, you know, solo sport, you know, uh, uh, cancer patients, uh, by and large desire, need, and want to be part of a community. I think that just the basic nature of the, the makeup of human beings is that we are, Uh, tribal you know we like we're communal Mm -hmm. we want to be around uh, like-minded individuals or people with like interest and certainly from a cancer perspective I think uh, and I think this is a fair statement to make that prior to COVID uh, you know we're so focused on COVID and obviously we should be but prior to COVID you know cancer probably was the number one kind of community conversation at large in terms of the good the bad the challenges and etc cetera, etc cetera. and I think as we have now migrated through COVID we're certainly not beyond COVID at this point the cancer conversation is now rising back to the top of focus and emphasis mm-hmm. and one of the things that I know that many cancer patients uh, or and their caregivers have struggled with is is feeling part of a community being connected with others. And so Cancer Fighters uh, is a group of of like-minded individuals who either have had cancer, as as I understand Mm -hmm. it, or are supporting people who have or have had cancer, correct? Mm -hmm. Uh, Exactly, yes. What are some of the things that that the Cancer Fighters do in, in, in this organization? What are some of the more specific things they do? They get on the telephone? Are they available to speak to people? Are they do they chat? What are some of the things that they that they're actually logistically able to do? We do have a network of um, patients who offer to share their story with recently diagnosed patients. Um, and that is part of our cancer fighter network. We also part a big part. My main role is um, really offering opportunities to connect when you are in the hospital. Okay. Um, so between appointments or if you're 
in town for weeks for radiation or whatever you mm -hmm. are here for long term. We really try to offer um, opportunities to connect with other patients, whether that is through bingo or a crochet class or watercolor. Um, so we try to offer events on site okay. in the hospital um, to offer patients the chance to meet one another and connect over connect over cancer but also over other interests yeah because um as one thing that i think we know to be true is no one needs a reminder that they have cancer right um we many of our patients that that is at the forefront of their mind so kind of offering a space where they can um focus on something else and just relax um ah. as much as they can during yeah because um, during their time here yeah so again being able to give cancer patients space and environment and relationships to talk about other things other than cancer because right. yeah because one of the things that i am acutely aware of is that many cancer patients uh do not want to be defined only by cancer and talk only about cancer and it's one of the mistakes i think mm -hmm. that people who are are well intended who who try to support cancer patients is that you know there are other things that cancer patients would like to talk about and focus on other than cancer and so uh, that makes a lot of sense at the end of the day and the key word that I hear with regard to cancer fighters here is relationship relationships partnerships with others that then just kind of allows people uh, to feel normal and to feel connected in a way that cancer is just not dominating every aspect of who they are mentally, emotionally, and physically. What say you? I completely agree. Um, we have stories of patients who have met in the hospital and plan their appointments, out-of-town patients who then plan future appointments so that they can all come at the same time ah, and visit one another. Okay. Yeah, relationships are really the foundation of our organization um, and just offering someone who understands. Yeah, it's been a really, um, really awesome organization to get to be a part of. You know, one of the things that now that I think about it, uh, that I recall also, and I'm not sure if these folks were connected to the Cancer Fighter group at CTCA, but I do know of patients who, and when you said that they would schedule their appointments so that they would all come and kind of be together in their little group or what have you, is that I also was aware of patients who, uh, once they went home, you know, away from treatment, that then they would, in some cases, plan vacations together, where they would travel together to do things as a group with this yeah. with this new found friend that they have, and so it it it's, it works can work internally and externally with regard to uh, relationships and partnerships. So as as you work with this group now and and given your your healthcare journey, we said earlier that, you know, you had a, a, a benign, praise God, benign brain tumor mm -hmm. that was removed uh, after a 17 hour surgery. Um, and, you know, you you have had your own kind of mental, emotional and spiritual challenges uh, walking mm -hmm. that path in recovery. How would you say that that experience uh, aided you or prepared you for the work that you now do with the cancer community? Well, I would say immensely so. <laughs> I what One thing I love about cancer fighters is that there's, I know for me in my medical journey, it felt like a bit of a disconnect as far as I was in the hospital and my whole life was put on hold yeah. for months. And, and then when I was quote unquote, you know, released, I 
you you don't really have, you don't talk to your doctors anymore and you don't ah. um your 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 life goes kind of back to normal but you don't feel normal and you feel i feel very different than i did a year ago um and so one thing i love about cancer providers is like we're saying there's it's really a um it's a it becomes a part of your life it's really integrated into your daily life yeah. even once you're in recovery and so i think that is a um really important piece for to, for patients to just continue to process what they've been through and how it's how their life is might look differently now that they are cancer survivors um and then yeah a new one, normal a new normal they have to kind of adjust exactly. to a new normal at this point yeah definitely yeah so it's it's a journey it's not you know a i had surgery and now i'm um you know recovered um and then i think the other the biggest piece probably was just I, I was inpatient for five weeks. Um, and so the experience of life in a hospital, just spending extended period of time in mm. a hospital really impacted um, kind of how I approach how we spend our time in the what we call the cancer fighters corner. I know um, because I was in the hospital during COVID, yeah. our, the activities we could do were very limited. Um, and so as a patient, my a lot of my therapists and nurses couldn't offer for you know legal reasons couldn't offer a lot of entertainment and so i just took it upon myself to <laughs> set up a puzzle or set up a watercoloring station um because i was all alone yeah. and we were all alone and we couldn't have our caregivers there with us um and so i think really providing opportunities for people to connect um and that i can take i've taken a lot of what um, how I spent time in rehab and although many of our patients are outpatient, um, you know, they're still at the hospital for hours at a time right. and often weeks at a time. And so really trying to make the most of that time, um, and just offering a sense of hope and camaraderie. And I think one, one of the, I know for me, um, I, because of my surgery, I had a hearing loss and many of the patients I was in the hospital with um, had traits or um, were unable to speak clearly uh -huh. or at a high volume. Yeah. And so we had to, we couldn't really connect over conversation. We had to connect over other like painting or cards or a puzzle. Okay. And, and so really taking um, just all kinds of, I guess, perspectives and disabilities and approaching our corner in that with that in mind. Well, I, yeah, because I would think that based upon, again, just as you articulated, you know, what you experienced, because, again, I don't think anyone looks forward to going to a hospital or spending any extended amount of time. To I don't think anyone would say, I'm going to plan my vacation and, you know, I think I'm just going to go stay at the <laughs> hospital and we're going to hang out. So it's 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 almost a foreign kind of dynamic in that regard. And and in some cases, you know, then it's it's a it's being in an environment that that you don't have any real control over. It's not your house. It's not at home. Right. You know, so you, it's it's foreign soil. Also, you know, you're you're kind of, you know, you're not on uh, home turf that, you know, ultimately at the end of the day is creating an environment with relationships and connections that really allows cancer patients and their caregivers uh, to feel to a certain degree somewhat normal and home away from home. And you understood that you, you can empathize with that. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. I, um, boredom is a huge 
part of, yeah. I think, any healthcare journey. Yeah. Um, and so finding peace and hope throughout that frustration of being somewhere you wouldn't choose to be. Um, and so we really, I think we, I, I know one thing I think about a lot is that many, you know, no one would choose, like you said, to spend no. their day at the hospital. Nope. Um, so really just trying to make that um, experience as um, positive as we can and offering them hope in the midst of something they would not have chosen. So with that being said, if there's someone that's listening today, because you don't have to be a patient at Cancer Treatment Centers of America to be part of the Cancer Fighter group that we've just talked about, if there's individuals that may be listening who who would say, wow, that sounds like something that I'd like to get involved with or engage with, how can people connect uh, and uh, with Cancer Fighters? And, and, and can you share some information in which they, maybe they can contact you or someone that, that they can inquire about that? Absolutely. We have um, a really great online community. Um, and le- because, as we said, the rest of your journey isn't, doesn't happen in the hospital necessarily. Right, right. And so we, have, we have a great online community for people when they go back home. Um, it's, so our website is cancerfighters.com. Um, and on there we have groups um, that connect over hobbies such as whether it's health and baking and nutrition ah, or okay. act, or like um, walking, act, active lifestyle, whatever, journaling, or um, we have a, a lot of different hobbies that people connect over. Okay. Um, and then we offer a lot of Zoom and virtual um, okay. sessions. For example, um, when we're recording this, it's football season. And so... We're having a tailgating. Ah. Um, yeah, how to healthy help tailgate healthily, um, and so yeah, we offer a lot of resources for people across any part of the cancer journey, um, and you know whether, like you said, whether they are patients of CTCA or not. And and that website again, one more time, please. Cancerfighters.com. So for those of you who are listening, if you're interested, and, and there is no obligation to become a, a member or affiliated uh, with Cancer Fighters, correct? Correct. So it's it's a, just a resource. So it's a great resource. Take advantage of it and, and get connected. Get connected with other cancer uh, patients and survivors. And uh, we know that there's strength in numbers. And uh, the Bible tells us that we should not forsake the assembling of ourselves, uh, but that we should spur one another on uh, to good works. And, and so that uh, is indeed what this community is all about. Avery, thank you for taking time to, to talk about a little bit about the work that you do now. And, and what a great uh, uh, organization and outlet to support cancer patients and give them community and give them partnership and provide uh, with them a connectivity. You've heard today from Avery Garn. And again, I want to remind you guys, she is uh, she has survived having a benign brain tumor, uh, 17 hours of surgery. Uh, she's alive and well, and she's serving God and she's serving people. And uh, she's part of the cancer fighter community. And you can, too. And so with that being said, reach out cancerfighters.com. Avery, I thank you for your time and I love you, dear. Let's stay connected and in touch and let me know how uh, I can be of any support and help to the work that you're doing also with Cancer Fighters. Thank you so very much. Thank you, Reverend McCray.
And we'll talk more about cancer fighters in just a moment with Percy here on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. You know, caring for people living with cancer is a growing need in every church today. To address the issue, we've developed the Our Journey of Hope Ministry Leaders Network to equip and empower every Christian leader to better meet this need. If you are a pastor, we want to invite you to join our growing family of Inform Ministry Leaders in the Our Journey of Hope Ministry Leaders Network. That's for pastors and leaders in churches. Join the Ministry Leader Network absolutely free. When you sign up, you'll receive online access to exclusive leaders' resources. There's information about ministry training opportunities and our informative monthly email newsletter. So visit healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on the Our Journey of Hope logo at the top of the page and join the Ministry Leaders Network today. Well, how exciting to learn about being a cancer fighter today, Percy. Thank you for bringing Avery to us. Well, you know, we've spoken to Avery before, as we stated earlier uh, in the intro, and what a delightful, wonderful young lady. And she feels very motivated and she feels very privileged to help be uh, a coordinator over this group of cancer fighters out of the Atlanta hospital at CTCA. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the the whole thrust of the of, of this program is really to connect newly diagnosed cancer patients with individuals who have already gone through a process of cancer and, and hopefully that they can mentor, kind of coach, and kind of nurture people along because they understand what they feel. They were there at one point in time and they're helping them to fight back with their cancer. Right. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a very powerful program. It really is. Well, let's talk about this concept of fighting cancer. Uh, I know that some people take exception to that. Are you one of them? You know, I have heard this and, you know, I've been on the road where I've spoken at churches or uh, given, you know, addresses. And I've had individuals who have said to me, Reverend McCray, we love the work that you're doing. But for some of us, we kind of struggle with this idea of creating this kind of tension uh, emotionally with people who are fighting cancer to tell them that they're fighting, that they need to be more relaxed. They need to kind of have a different kind of uh, disposition. And, and, and I'm, I understand what they're attempting to say with that, but at the end of the day, let's be clear about this. When when one is told that they have cancer, they're fighting. They're fighting, they're pushing back. So let me kind of unpack my concept of fight. Okay. Is that whenever you are facing something that you're trying to oppose, that is trying to uh, inflict its will upon you, which is what cancer is doing. The will of cancer is trying to inflict sickness, disease, et cetera, et cetera. You have to make a decision at that point if you're just going to stand there and allow that to happen, or are you going to put some resistance against that? Mm-hmm. And so when you do that, in effect, that is you are being confrontational. There is a, conf- uh, a, a conflict and you are confronting that and you're pushing back against that if you're saying that I am going to do something about this situation. So you're, you're, you're in a fight at that point. There is some jostling, you know, mentally, emotionally, yeah. physically, spiritually that is taking place. And there has to be uh, an aggressive disposition. You sure. can't passively just sit by and say, well, we'll see what happens and we'll mm-hmm. see what takes place. Uh, and so I respectfully disagree with that position that it's not putting people in an emotional tense situation. They're already in an emotional tense situation. Cancer has already provoked the tension emotionally. Now it's a matter of reaction of how do I choose to to respond to that tension that is being applied to me. And I now have to put some pressure 
on that that's putting pressure on me. And that's what cancer is attempting to do. Uh, Very helpful. Well, I'm very grateful that Avery has become what we call a cancer fighter. But tell me more about how this operates uh, at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. And what does a cancer fighter do? Yeah, it's interesting. Well, she's the coordinator at the local regional hospital in Atlanta, CTCA Atlanta. And uh, Cancer Treatment Centers of America many years ago, again, thinking about what's in the best interest of the patient uh, for various different reasons. There's a lot of cancer patients uh, who do not have access or who are not comfortable uh, with family, friends in their purview uh, that, that will provide support for them. And so we've had patients who have come to the facility who basically said they didn't have a caregiver. They weren't really part of a community. And so the idea was, well, let's create a community of people that we could potentially connect a cancer patient with who has this, who has had a similar type of cancer, who has been through a process of cancer that then we could sort of like the buddy system that mm-hmm. we can then introduce them to and say, you know, if if all things are appropriate, here's someone that you can reach out to, you can talk to, you can email. Of course, we get all of the, the patient's permission to do any of this. And what has happened, and as we listen to the conversation with Avery, there is lifelong partnerships and relationships that have been developed as a result of the cancer fighter community that has been connected with new cancer patients. And as I shared, I've known of cancer patients who they vacation together. You know, it's like I have a new friend in South Carolina and, Hmm. and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And they get together on holidays. They become just an extended member of, of, of the cancer community's family. But the importance of it is that they've been on that journey. They know what cancer that cancer patient potentially is going through or will go through. So it's someone that they can connect with that can be of assistance. And that's why we read the scripture that we read with regard to providing comfort and edifying. Well, who better to comfort and edify another cancer patient than one who has been there, done that, and got the T-shirt to prove it? Those are cancer fighters. So do cancer fighters receive training? They do. They have an orientation. Uh, They have a whole series of things that they do to give them some sense of, again, understanding boundaries, respecting, you know, lines of demarcation and et cetera, et cetera. And then, of course, you know, sensitivity with HIPAA, you know, making sure that, you know, we're not divulging anyone's personal health information, that sort of thing. So they do go through an orientation. They meet on a regular basis. Uh, they do uh, all sorts of kind of get-togethers and that sort of thing. So, yeah, it's, it's a very structured and a very organized methodology of what we call, quote-unquote, cancer fighters that are promoted through Cancer Treatment Centers of America. And the beauty of this, Wayne, is that you do not have to be a patient at Cancer Treatment Centers of America okay. to access being connected to oh, a cancer fighter. Very helpful. Yeah, so it's available to the general public. So again, it's another way that the Cancer Treatment Centers of America says that we want to provide a resource to the cancer community because this really isn't about uh, Cancer Treatment Centers of America. It's about the cancer community. How can we help you better deal with and fight through uh, your dynamics of sickness and disease and cancer. It's just another resource like our Journey of Hope, a free resource that anyone can access anytime without any commitment to Cancer Treatment Centers of America. So if anyone's interested, can they simply contact one of the centers in Chicago or Atlanta or Phoenix? 
they can actually go to cancerfighters.com. Oh, and so good. we have, yeah, Cancer Fighters has their own website and we'll put all of that information. Uh, it should be in the show notes as well that you can good. make reference to with a link that you can just click and they'll take you directly to their website and you'll see different things that you can participate in. They have online uh, get togethers, uh, you know, they do events. Uh, I think they do karaoke. They do all sorts of things. <laughs> Sounds wonderful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just again to support the cancer community <laughs> and give people with cancer a community that they can connect yeah. with, that they can relate to. Yes, sir. I bet you're good at karaoke, aren't you? <laughs> you know, funny story. My mom and I, we were on a cruise, and <laughs> here I was we the go. Guest I knew I, I, was, I knew it was there somewhere. <laughs> I was the guest speaker on a Christian cruise. And uh, and so they had karaoke. And my mom, you guys hear me talk about my mom all the time. And I, I love yeah, her so yeah. much. And she just celebrated her 80th birthday wow. uh, a, a little while ago. And so um, and she's so influential in my life. So, you know, we were relaxing. I got my mom and we're at the, we're at the karaoke hour. So my mom gets up and grabs the microphone. And she's like, yeah, my son are now going to sing Peaches and Her United. I was like, what? And so she puts me on the spot. We get up and we sing Reunited okay. by Peaches and Her. Video. And I time. want video. All right. Well, I, I, need I knew to see if there's video of that. I we knew did, there was yes. something lurking there that we could tap into. So I it think, was a yeah. fun night. It was a fun night with my mom. It really was. Percy, I have yet to mention our free resource this week, Ways to Respond to Cancer Patients. It's there on the website. Please. It's a very helpful resource. Check it out at Health Hope and inspiration.com and also answer the question of the week there at the website if you would all right in all seriousness let's go back to the scriptures we begin to wrap up here today i don't know if i'll ever i don't know if i'll ever be the same though (laughs) so with that being said uh first thessalonians lord help us today first thessalonians 5 and 11 says this and it ties right back into uh really the overarching theme of the show and that is therefore comfort each other and edify one another just as you also are doing we are the body of christ and we should be edifying and comforting one another and what a better way to do that than to connect with a group of cancer fighters or to become a cancer fighter as we continue to say that we are since we're on the karaoke thing we are family (laughs) uh and that we can continue to love one another and nurture each other and spur one another on to good works today today be encouraged to know that you can make a difference in someone's life and that's what a cancer fighter looks like at the end of the day so be blessed today so happy to bring attention to cancer fighters here today on health hope and inspiration percy mccray director of faith-based programs at cancer treatment centers of america thank you brother love you see you next time i love you too and remember reunited it feels so good okay until the next time keep chopping the wood this is reverend percy mccray love you Join us for health, hope, and inspiration. Health, hope, and inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, and Phoenix take an integrative approach to cancer care. 
We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored to each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialist about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.